Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Ugh. Do you hear the do you hear the the, the yelling do. downstairs? <laughs> I hear happiness on stage. I want to walk out of here. How psyched am I that your Conan is over? How psyched? Wait, oh what just? <laughs> what an How psyched am I? It's over. You're the most psyched. You're the most psyched. But now, um, but you fucking destroyed. Of course, it was kind of great. And thank you. Um, not well, even first kinda. of all, it was really cool that you hauled all your shit out there. Oh, to record? Yeah. Yeah. You have I'm to good pack people. it and you have to drop it, apparently. Right. All and over the place. Drop it. And then what I like to do is mention <laughs> about editing out people's names and then not. And then I like to get a oh, dozen yeah. messages. Ah, One wait, even wait. dozen. Who's Rontowski? Oh, no. That's right. <laughs> it was just that story about how she had this weird one off corporate. corporate. Right. And the woman it's had a what? lot too much. N- n- yeah, know? too many notes. Too many notes, and she's like much just- like the uh, the with the character in Amadeus. Who was it? One of the kings. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it was the king. It oh. was the king. Oh, it was a French king. I forget who it was. Too many notes. To hit. Too complaint. many notes. Yes, it's uh, I. Uh, just came from a gig where I'm practicing my Conan set because right. here's what happened: is uh, I was reminded JP was like. You know, I gotta get you a date. What do you think about September? And I was like, Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> awesome. And so, uh, yeah, it's classic hanging out helps. Totally. It totally helps at every totally. level, I guess. Yes. Every and level. I stood within moments of uh, of Wonder Woman uh, director. Uh, oh, how was that? Well, everyone else was everyone else was was approaching her, and they all worked there, and yeah. I did not. So there was no reason for me to approach right, her right. except to say. The thing I would have said, which, you know what, it's the same thing everybody says, and sure. it's nice to hear, but she yeah. was hearing it from people who work there. Yeah. So she didn't even hear me say, hey, I really like the movie. So, but my favorite scene with her is one of the camera people yeah. for Conan was a woman, was wearing mm-hmm. a Wonder Woman uh, t-shirt. Oh, cool. And got her to sign a poster. And... um Patty Jenkins, I believe, yeah, and just lit up when this woman was like, "I'm one of the camera people for for the show," and the woman was like, "I did TV camera for oh, ten years," no. and they had a woman to woman TV camera moment. That's cool. It was neat. And then I talked to uh, Capable, who played Capable on Fury Road. She was, oh uh, yes, a yeah. Riley Keough. Yeah, Riley Keough was. Uh, she's in that horror movie, I guess. Now. Yeah, but she was in Mad Max, and um, I did get to say the thing you say to everybody when you meet them, and they're famous, and they don't know who you are, but you like their work, which is, I really liked your work. <laughs> and then we had a beautiful moment where I got to say that. That's to cool. Riley Keough. So well. after after I did my set, like Patty Jenkins left, so Riley Keough and Conan and Annie came over, and we did all like the good night, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. So. I was just like babbling, right? right? I was making no sense. And I said, you Riley. You should listen to the last I episode. To, you were babbling. I was. I you said were to her, so I giddily go, happy. It was hilarious. It was I go, hilarious. you were so funny. And she's like, what? <laughs> she was, was funny. They were I both. I was grateful that she didn't come out like a hoochie. That she, she wasn't coming out like I'm a sex symbol and changing the dynamic of the crowd to. No, she was mean? just a normal she lady. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they were funny together. And I was. I so I you were grateful. I, I couldn't stop. You're grateful her. that it was a funny, funny. And I was trying and to make funny. it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That it was um, just funny in a row and nobody cared. It was, they stood up when I walked out. So, oh, so wow. I, I felt like it was, it's, you know, I think they, yeah, it was, was nice coded. to getting a standing ovation, but they were standing a lot. <laughs> they were just a happy crowd. Right. Guess what uh, male comics never say? What? They never say, oh, it was a really happy, happy crowd. They say, no, they were, they loved me. I really did well. I got a standing ovation. One of the production guys told me that nobody's got, nobody, not a comic has gotten a standing ovation in yeah. about five or six years. Yeah. So you got a standing ovation on Conan. Yeah. It was how about, crazy. yeah. How, how about there's, there was, the stars weren't aligned. You fucking <laughs> uh, did it 26 times in a row so that you could get the word the correct. You're right. Yeah. You got to the work. Go to New York. Spend a, a, like a week in New York before you do your set. Yeah, I totally. Um, I had it in my book, and then um, uh, my PA agent, who's been helping me book some yeah. stuff, said, well, "I have some stuff if you want to do that." And I was like, "Oh, I guess I'll make money instead of spend money." Yeah, and, uh, which is just my dad talking to my ear. But yeah. um, but I will go, and because I always kind of talk in your other ear and, and tell say, you to take a week off and just go do to New York spend a week. week there, just bang out, tr- try to get three sets minimum a, a night, and just yeah, I did the math on how many until six days in your bones. with twenty seven sets or twenty eight sets. I was like, that's four point three three sets a night. Yeah, four to five a night. Yeah, that was so, Crazyville. That was one, awesome. One, one was a three, one was a six. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, But they started early and went late. Yeah. But that's all I had to do. Yeah. Um, The other thing is like, okay, so Monday and Tuesday. So I get home. I get home on Sunday. I've done, you know, a million sets. I'm like, I got this. Yep. I got this. Hurry up Thursday. Yep. And I didn't do a set on Sunday night because I hadn't been with my son all night. I was was getting home at nine o'clock anyway. Yeah. I didn't want to run out and do a set because I felt pretty confident. And then Monday and Tuesday, two sets each. Night bomb after bomb after bomb, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Well, everyone's heard those jokes here. I know, I know, but they're still, not regular crowds. So it was, but they're it, not. You were they're psyching comments. yourself yes. out. You were psyching yes. yourself out. And so then I went back and listened to a bunch of my sets in New York Tuesday night, and yeah. I was like, "All right, what's you know?" I'm like, "Oh, what's happening? What's happening?" And then I realized. I never opened with my opening joke in New York because I tried it one night and it didn't really work that well. And I was like, yeah. oh, well, it's New York. I want to, you know, open. I'll do this other joke that kind of sets things up. And I thought, well, why don't I just do that joke on this on this set, too, yeah. since it seems to set everything up. You inspired me to change so, the first joke. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So I, I emailed JP that night and because um, I had written out a bunch of sample jokes. And on that particular one, the first one, which is masturbation etiquette, if you watch it, it's like an old, it's like at least five years old. And I'm, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, oh, all right, what it works. And it sets the table. It yeah. sets the fucking table. Which is the job of a six minute Because set, the real, the, the stuff I wanted to, the stuff I was like ramping up to is Mohammed through Spanish, right? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what, that's like the, to me, the gold stuff. And everything else was like getting you used to me. Right. This, this is so funny because you've been obsessing about this set so much and mm-hmm. we're going to get it, uh, the, the debriefing, which I like here, <laughs> and uh, but the uh, the craziness is that is that you have you've micromanaged this set so much, so much, so much, and then you went out there, and if you had if people didn't listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. it just sounded like you were just talking to people, telling a story, seriously, hanging out, yeah, not <laughs> not a nervous bone in your body. Oh my god, it was kind of it was like proof that the work works, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Well, I remember. I haven't watched it, you know. Um, I uh, I remember. I did. I watched it from the side. I didn't know that he was bowing at you. I didn't uh, either. Uh, uh, well, he bowed at you on the tape. 
Yeah, like, watching yeah, Watching yeah, the video, yeah. you're like, oh, he's, he's making the salon <laughs> thing. And I was like, oh, my God. Because I, there was, uh, was cameras in the way because uh, yeah. you were on television. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I was standing on the side. <laughs> and uh, But it was really cool. I mean, it was just cool. And there was this guy who, you know, you could think he wasn't having a good time because yeah. he was arms folded guy. Yeah. And um, he's the first guy to jump up in the in the standing ovation at the end of your set. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, because I was weird. watching him going, unfold your arms, fucker. <laughs> unfold your arms. But huh. he did not. Well, so. it's weird. I, I, you know, you kind of go out and you're you're facing the the stage. It's proscenium stage. You know, at right. Okay. Is that the name of the stage? <laughs> I don't know. I should know that. I'm, Who I'm cares? in stage it's a, business. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, so you're kind of positioned in front of the middle chunk, right? Yeah. And then there's left and right, and so. Um, and, but in the, right in front of you is like bay of cameras and yeah. then the audience is behind all that. So yeah. it is a little, but there's, there's so that much weird light moat. on you. Yeah. You really can't see the audience. I, okay. I saw them standing when I came out. I was like, that's when I was like, everyone's prepared. Yeah. To be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, and then I just, I, I, I really couldn't see anybody. Yeah. You know, um, I for a second I caught JP and J- Jeff Ross watching the monitor, watching the oh, setup. Okay. That's always weird when you That's see them so watching you on the monitor while yeah, you're yeah. on. I'm like, don't look. Don't look that. Uh, yeah, don't look it that way. Yeah. And then I. Did you have your set list or did you just. Uh, did you did you have a cue card with your no, set list? No, and it? I would not have looked anywhere. I, I, yeah. I, honestly, the lights were so blinding that I just saw the outlines of people's heads that were in the audience. The first time I did it, I think no mic. Uh, it was lavalier. Yeah, I, that was the last second decision. I didn't Mike know. Mike in hand, and then both times they were like, "Do you want a set list?" And I was like, "I like an emergency set list. I usually have one in my pocket." Right. So to have one underneath, like, what if, what if I freak out and I forget where I'm at? I wouldn't. I'll take. I'll take a piece of cardboard with some with some writing on it. Yeah. So, you. Here's the and thing. So like, you if, just got to be comfortable. If the crowd isn't good, part of you will freak out. Because yeah. you're like, this is my shot, and they suck, right? So it's always good to have it just in case. And nobody's going to care sucks. that you did this. Don't worry about it. This wasn't your shot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. They're like, I, I was uh, on David Feldman's podcast in New York, and he's like, "Can I give you some advice?" I guess. <laughs> no, it no. doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my god, that's <laughs> no, so funny. It doesn't, it doesn't but it, really it is. Does. I it, mean, it matters to me it, personally, it, but and it's cool, whatever. and 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 clubs like it. Clubs yes, watch. It's, that's true. It's, it's something they can. It matters play. to clubs more than anybody, right? Right. right. Yes. So it does matter for that. But if you think you're going to be famous because of this, you, you'd be mistaken. Yes. And that, and that's fine. But if but the joy that you got out of just going, getting ready to go do stand up on television was a delight <laughs> to watch. So there's that. Yeah. Yep. And hey. now and and, and yep. then it's like okay, so what am I doing it for? Besides the fact that I just wanted to have it done and have a nice tape and yeah, you know you could you could play that if if I have media on my headstone, that would be the set you could play, right? <laughs> <laughs> but oh my god, I that, hope you have media on your headstone. <laughs> other than that, it's like that's five minutes is gone now. By adios to that, and and uh, now it's but it's new... on. Is it on all the albums? Is it on? I don't have it on an album yet. No. Okay. I mean, well, then you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I mean, like in terms of, like, I'm not. I, I worked this one chunks for so long, and I'm like, I'm done working on it. Yeah. It's finished. I had more it's fun finished. doing my set after uh, you went up on Conan than I've had in a while. Really? Yeah. I was less worried about uh, anything. Wow. So. <laughs> I so had a you really said good... you have a new opening joke now? Yeah, now um, because, and so I have to ask JP, but it's, um, 
But I, I think it, and it's a really old joke. Mm-hmm. It's a very old joke, but it sets up the whole set. Yeah. And it's a huge laugh. And it's, and it's not dirty because it isn't, you know, but it, it mentions sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, so it, it wakes them up. Yeah. Because that first joke is so hard. They're not always focused. So, so I don't know. I'm going to try it. Tonight I did the set and I, I just did a set up over in Highland mm-hmm. at Offbeat. Offbeat, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Adam Levin. Anyway, it was great. It was uh, Amy Miller, Andy Haynes, oh, and myself. Cool. And we all got to do, uh, they did 15s each and I did 20. And um, and I'd set up, I worked on my new weird millennial joke, and I keep forgetting the second beat, because the first beat works. There's yeah. no reason <laughs> the second beat doesn't work. That's the beat I have to work on. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, look how good that went. Well, no, no, so work on the thing that doesn't work. Anyway, so um, <laughs> the the crazy, so then I, but I did the five minutes in the hopes to get a good, clean tape, even mm-hmm. though JP said he was cool. Yeah. I was like, but with the new opening joke, I thought he would like to hear it. Yeah. And um, I press record. I get off stage. I press done. And it goes away. The file went away. Uh, it was a bit of a... Uh, but you know what? Fine. It uh, went really well, JP, if you're listening. He's anyway, not. so... He's not. He's not. <laughs> we really hope he isn't. <laughs> hope no one who can help us is listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so I'm going to Milwaukee this weekend. This I'll be already gone. I was supposed to do a benefit for Lady Parts Justice. Right. And then there was trouble, so it's been canceled. So now I have to spend four nights in Milwaukee with my family. Wait, you could just not go, right? No, no, I've already... I, I bought... It was my donation to buy the tickets... Yeah, but could you just decline and stay home with your husband? Uh, I also want to look at my dad. He's 80. Oh, So gotcha. I'd like to go, but I tried to change it, the, the flights, to just go for uh, two nights. Yeah. And it was uh, $600 each. Oh, my God. So uh, we'll be staying. And uh, and it'll be fine. Yeah. It's, uh, but, the, but it is uh, too bad about the... And I have... I picked up a set because I'm a tax and pay Democrat, but I'm not... An idiot. Anyway, Wait, so what's that have to do with being doing a set? Because uh, I can still write off the 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 air. Yeah, you know the IRS is going to be fucking checking your Twitter feed to see if when you did spots. Well, I wanted to be honest too, though. I want to really do it. You are not your father's daughter right now. It's I don't a, know you. And he no, he's either. well. He's constantly telling me to lie about that. Well, tell me you, you won a comic of the year in Paris. No one could check that. <laughs> and you're like, stop talking. Anyway, so uh, but the uh, so we're gonna. I'm gonna go, and I. But I heard about this other gig. The Double Clicks had this gig. It's something called Forty Second Ale House in mm-hmm. Saint Francis, Wisconsin. Whatever. Yeah. And they said it was amazing. And so I did that thing where I was like, "Here's here's that thing that we do. Who books that? Yeah. And uh, sure. and Angela Weber uh, emails me back, and she's like, "It's a tale as old as time. Uh, they got divorced. There were two ale houses. There were two forty twos. Uh, she got the downtown one. He got the the one in St. Francis. So the St. Francis one is better. I don't know him. And I was like, oh, damn it. Ha. <laughs> oh, my God. So. Hmm. But it is a tale as old as time when, like, a couple owns a comedy club. Yeah. And then they get divorced. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he was the one who liked me. Oh, she was the one who liked me. I'm Did, screwed. Wait. Okay. So, Vermont, great room. Oh, yeah. Burlington. Yeah. Great yeah. room. Uh they had a farmer's market during on Saturday. It was like, oh, everything's heaven. The weather was great. It was right. fun shows. Spring in Vermont. Nice hotel. Yep. Yes. Walkable. Yes. Everything's walkable within oh. a heartbeat. <laughs> However, 
Okay, so I fly out uh, JetBlue on Thursday night. Oh, this right? is, yeah. Unbelievable. So I take I take the red eye. I get into um, JFK, like, whatever, 7 in the morning. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm, all I want is to get on that little hour flight. Just the puddle jumper that's going to take you JFK up to uh, Vermont. To Vermont, to- and then sleep all day and do two shows a night. Yeah. Well, uh, the plane we we're supposed to take, uh, JetBlue, the little puddle jumper, yeah. or, or maybe it was a regular flight. I don't know. It was struck by lightning. What, the plane was struck by lightning? Yes. So the plane's out With of commission. people on it? No, just on the just on the, on hanging the, out. Oh. Uh, so it's out of commission. Well, now I don't believe them. Um, <laughs> all the other flights to uh, Burlington are booked. They're having a marathon the next day. So oh my God. it's a very popular destination. Right. Everyone should so run there. So JetBlue, for after a couple hours, they don't really tell us uh, anything. They keep postponing the departure time. And then around 9, and I'm just like, my eyeballs are like, oh, please, Bloodshot. God, I just want to sleep. Yeah. They go, we're going to try to charter a bus. And then drive everyone to Burlington. I remember you Try tweet. to charter. You said, you're going to try to charter a bus. Hey, JetBlue, do you know anybody in the airline industry? Did you try to charter a plane? Yeah. Because we're at an airport and there's planes everywhere. It seems like you could make one call. Right. So so I was like, we try? Well, yeah, we haven't, got, we haven't gotten a hold of the bus yet. So the whole thing sounds like a clusterfuck. So I go to uh, the rental car area and i rented a car and, and just drove and how drove far is that drive six hours oh crap i got a speeding ticket because i was going 90 because i was trying to get there in yeah. time to get some fucking sleep because i had two <laughs> shows that night so i probably got in around 5 30 or 6 I, at one point i pulled into a like a radisson or something just off the road and i slept in the back in the of the car lot? yeah in the parking lot and then i woke up and I didn't know where I was, and I was in the back of a car, and I thought I'd been kidnapped for a second. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, wait, okay, okay, I put myself here. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so funny. You know, I did the the Great American Comedy Festival in Nebraska, and yeah. I was flying back with Brian Kiley and this other guy's name, so I'm, I'm escaping me, and uh, we make it to Phoenix mm-hmm. <laughs> from Nebraska. I heard about this. And we get in the car. Because we because they cancel our flight, they're like, "Well, we'll put you up in Phoenix," and it's I was Southwest, like, right? Uh, I don't. It might have been. They have a million that, flights everywhere all the time. The, uh, the, from Phoenix, uh, it's the easiest thing to take any number. And you of can flights. go to Burbank or LAX or Long Beach or you know, there's anywhere. A million options. There was a million options, but um, I was like, I, I asked Brian. I was like, "Do you want to rent a car?" And uh, do you, what do you think it would cost for us to rent a car and drop it off? And he was like, whatever it is, I'm in. I have to work tomorrow morning. <laughs> and so it was me, him, and this other guy. And um, the other guy was just a comic or mm-hmm. used to be or something was happening there. Right. And so we were in this car for so long. For so long we were in this it's car. Like nine, and nine it's, hours? No, Eight. it's only six. Oh, But it really? was from midnight until oh, 6 a.m. Yeah. And so. Because when you're driving as the sun's coming up, it feels like the, the earth has dri- actually turned while right? you're driving. And you were fucked. And so we're driving, and Brian is like, I actually can't drive. I think it was Brian who said, I can't drive at night. And so me and this guy were splitting it. Yeah. And um, the guy uh, was, and Brian was like, his job was to keep us both awake. Right. So he was very interested in our lives. Yeah. There was a lot of back history talk. Yeah. And I was getting a lot of of 
of advice from the other guy while I was yeah. driving. A lot of advice about comedy, a lot of advice about my life, a lot of things happening. And it was, and that guy was pr- was also trying to keep me awake as well. Yeah, but it was driving me nuts. <laughs> and uh, nice enough guy, but who mm-hmm. cares? Because mm-hmm. and we get pulled over because I'm just all oh. I'm driving. We're outskirts of L.A. and oh I get pulled God. over. And uh, the cop comes up. And, you mm-hmm. know, in the deal with cops when you're on the road is uh, I know I'm a middle-aged white lady, but I still follow all the road rules when cops come to the window. Mm-hmm. I try to have my uh, the, the rental information and my driver's license in my hand before you he reach gets. For, I don't reach for anything. I, I just because they, they. I like to have it in my hand by the time he comes up, so that then I have put both hands on the steering wheel with my driver's license and either my registration or my rental car agreement, hmm. and it's in my hand. And I mean, it's also another way to go. Hey, I'm going to reach into this glove box and get the registration. I yeah. could, I've done that. Yeah. But I, if I have it in my hand, then he can see exactly where my hands are. Yeah. There's no mystery. Yeah. And so I rolled down the window, and he's like, "Hello, do you know your driver?" And uh, and I said, "Probably. Uh, who knows what was happening?" And the guy leans forward. <laughs> third comic leans forward and just starts talking to the cop and i was like stop talking you don't have to keep him awake don't yeah you don't have that guy's at work he's awake that guy's at work and um and and the and the cop finally he's ignoring him he's ignoring me he finally goes who's that guy <laughs> <laughs> and brian kiley did you give the cop his intro He's been seen on Amy's comedy. He's a, he's a sitcom writer. I don't know if you know this. He's very successful and he has a lot of uh, credits. And uh, but Brian Kiley mums the word. He knows the rules. When you when the cop pulls over, the driver speaks. That's yeah. it. Right. Everybody else hush. And then unless the cop asks you questions, then then you can talk. And so um, he literally let me get he he let me go. I think because he felt bad because of how fucking magpie that guy. Was. Oh, this guy didn't let me go. Two points on my record. Two po- How many yeah. points do we have? What do you got? I don't know. I, so I don't have. It a... I have zero points, but now I have two. But uh, oh, okay. So they. Add, I told oh. him I was a comic. I'm oh. like, I'm. You know, I'm, I'm performing a... at the Burlington Comedy Club. You know, right. I I'm gave him Bur- everything. I'm at the Burlington Coat Factory. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, hey, we're gonna have T-shirts, by the way. We are. Uh, yeah, oh, that's you, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're gonna, they're coming on the 19th. Okay. So, and then we'll tell people. Uh, maybe we'll put it in the notes where the link to go buy buy a Jackie and Laurie t shirt. Sure. And then you can have a Jackie and Laurie t shirt. Um yeah. Uh other than that, I like tomorrow I thought that I was leaving on Thursday. I'm leaving it's tomorrow. Tuesday night. It's Tuesday night. Um I'm opening for Brian Regan this week in Fayetteville, Arkansas and San Antonio. Flying into Tulsa, getting on the tour bus, driving to Fayetteville, driving to driving to San Antonio. Wow. So, um, cool. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen a set since January, so yeah. he's probably got 10 new minutes. Wow. And it's amazing. Wow. I want to do my new joke. Yeah. Uh, because I want to do, I want him to see new jokes from yeah, me. Yeah, sure. Not, and the thing is, is there's part of me like, well, if I do the old stuff, it'll set him up right. Because I also want to set him up right, you know? Yeah, right, right, you right. You know, when you open up for somebody, you want to make sure that the audience is perfectly warmed up. Yeah. That's my job. Especially if you're not repeating a gig, like in the last year. You yeah. Know? Yeah. The, the, and these people, they have no idea who I am. Yeah. And, and they're nice enough people. Sure. Like, they tend to find me after a couple of them do. Yeah. And they're nice, but uh, they don't know me going in, you know? Yeah. So I could do the stuff that I've always done, but I always, I want him to. And he, sure. why, and, right. And 
why would he keep hiring me if he didn't? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, there's no guilt there. Yeah. Who cares? So, anyway. Um, well, that's cool. I took after Thursday, which is when I taped Conan. Then I took, uh, I didn't do a set that night. Um, I hung out with my son, I think. And then uh, Friday. In your makeup and hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I did Allison Rosen's um Oh, that's podcast. right. You did pod. I'm, uh, Allison Rosen is your best friend. And uh, that was fun. And then um, uh, on Thursday, uh, Friday after work, I picked up my son and I had him for the weekend. And we we had I had been promised him a long time ago we do an author's weekend. What is that? Well, we just hang out together because oh. we celebrate <laughs> our our published works. Although <laughs> mine is going through a, a copy edit. And uh, oh, by the way, that's a hellacious process again more this is copy edit this is like capital d versus little d on dad yeah and but i i open the file and there's like 40 notes on each page i'm like what the fuck but it's a lot of it's capital d yeah it's just caps and (laughs) and, lowercase d on dad instead of capital and and stuff and there you know stuff where i'm like you know i can always tell when I when you're reading something and all of a sudden a semicolon pops up and you're like that fucking author doesn't know how to use a semicolon <laughs> that's a copy editor trying to justify their existence so I'm trying I don't want too much of that you know sort of self conscious proper grammar on a joke you know what I mean it's distracting in my opinion anyway you know what's distracting not what? pra- proper gr- grammar in a written joke. It depends what the grammar is. If it's too proper on a, in a casual joke, it looks like someone got a hold of your joke and added a semicolon to it. You think it, it, it blows the flow if, yes. they, if, if they put too if much, you, if they put the correct punctuation in? It, I'm telling you, it totally depends. Yeah. I'm just saying sometimes they get a little, you know, uh, overzealous. Excited. It's like, no, it, that now when it, you look at it, it doesn't read right. It, okay. It's, there's this weird semicolon in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it, yeah. And it, uh, it should read, you know, it's, it's, it's supposed to read in your voice. Yeah. In my voice. And it's, and you know, this isn't the New York times and this not AP style guy. This is something you'd read in the toilet. We internet readers would read, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It has more of a, a more of a bloggy style and less of a, um, you know, high, I don't know, high, <laughs> high British novel, you know, it's whatever. Right. But so, um, so I'm still, but, but my son, uh, of course has written a couple comic books yep. that he uh, sells for one to $5 door to door. So, um, so we just went to, I, I rented a little beach house. I got this idea from Katie Massa Kennedy who oh, yeah. posted something on Facebook asking, about a beach house. I'm like, oh, that's what I should do. So I rented a little place, a room in a little hotel. Down the coast, up the coast. Uh, down, Laguna okay. Beach. Okay. And we just hung out at the beach for two days straight. And it was pretty fun. That is fun. Yeah. he was. I didn't do sets. He's, you know, we were in wetsuits and it was uh, cold water. And, and you come back cast. on Sunday? Came back on Sunday night. Yeah. Nice. It was cool. That is and, cool. And, uh. I hadn't, you know, I'd, I'd just been darting around so much the last, especially the last month, but just a lot lately, you know. We went to the game, uh, the, the, the board game cafe, uh, and taught Maria and Scott how to play D&D. They, oh. they bought 5th edition D&D. And Andy game, he, uh, he, he game mastered, and they could not have been more excited. Really? <laughs> yeah, Maria called me the next day. She's like, I think I have a joke about D&D. <laughs> and I was like, you do whatever you need to do. It's uh, <laughs> the, the story's out there now. And because it's all just, you know, it's it's 
improvisational story storytelling essentially yeah. is what D&D is and all of those role playing games and yeah. so um, it turns out Marie Bamford's really good at improvisational storytelling. A little bit. Yeah, yep. you think? Mm-hmm. And so that's what we did. And then today, or Monday, we uh, drove up to the Moms, Central California. The Moms? Andy's Moms. Andy oh, okay. Moms. okay, okay. And, I thought uh, that was, there's, a, there's at least five different stand-up shows that oh. have the word Moms in them. <laughs> right, plus yeah. there's probably a band. We yeah. went and saw the Moms. Uh, no, but his mothers uh, live up toward Visalia. Oh, yeah, that's in right. In Central yeah. Valley. And um, we hung out overnight and um, went to breakfast. And I bought this chicken hat. I bought a, base- I a baseball hat that has yes. a, a metal it's chicken on it. It's an astonishing hat. It's there's a, a lot happening There's on a it. lot of bling on it and, uh, weirdly enough, some wicker that I don't enjoy. But <laughs> um, the crazy thing is, is I I bought it at the feed store in a uh-huh. town called Farmersville. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy was like, oh, do you like show chickens? Mm-hmm. And I said, what? Uh, there's show chickens, like Westminster Dog. Oh, wow, show really? Chickens. And he said, no, no, ch- chickens you show, you know, like they fight each other. And I said cockfighting? This is a cockfighting hat? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm really good at it. And uh, and he had t-shirts and hats. And I was Dude, like, no, I just like... You're not good at it. I just like chicken. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and I left it at that. It's a great story. And that's how that ends. Well, um, listen, I, I, I have been reading story, comments. You, like. you yeah. have another chicken story, you no, said? I have another comedy story, if, okay. you, if you want to go elsewhere. We will. We'll come back. We'll circle back mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. it. Um the uh, men on the internet love it when female comics talk about sex. <laughs> and by that, I mean they hate it. There's a by certain that. group of men that are like, of course, a female comedian's going to talk about sex. <laughs> and I'm like, I Why? can't believe you read the comments, I oh, suppose. You can't keep me off. I'm fascinated. You're fa- that's because true. I don't take You're the personally. one who talked to... Yeah, you you talk to people on Twitter that I wouldn't I I would block. Yeah, in a I, I don't. Years. I, I I if I was new in my career, I would be mm-hmm. devastated by some of the stuff I read. But you were there. But I'm like, oh, this is interesting, and this is crazy, and this and this person is and like, this was supportive. Draw, yeah, supportive, and then it draws these really hateful people that that uh, just want to unload every chance they get online. Yeah. Um. So it's it's so strange that. How many comments, Guys. though, good and bad? What? Like, how many comments? Maybe, maybe that's what we should all be thinking of with the YouTube comments. Yeah, uh, yeah. There were there were twelve hundred comics. It doesn't matter that nine hundred of them were just uh, men's rights activists. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, well, it, it it's um, like it does. Why would you be mad that a woman's talking about sex unless you don't want a woman to have an opinion on sex and she should just bend over and get raped by you? Is or that she just that lie the thing? there and think of England? Yeah, which is weird because we're not in England. Yeah, but, yeah. No, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> please, more phrases from Victorian England. Please, let's update this podcast as much as possible. <laughs> but it, it's so it. it just, it just doesn't. It, it's so odd, and it's yeah, so because it, they're not comedy connoisseurs. Did you re- not like? Did you well, reply? Um, I did to one. Oh, did you he really? Complained. He goes, "Oh, another female comic telling sex jokes." And I go, <laughs> "Did you watch the whole set?" And then he wrote me a private response, and I'm like, "You fucking pussy!" You know yeah. what? Respond yeah. in public so I can respond to you in public. Don't send yep. me your little private thoughts. Were they were they positive thoughts? His private thoughts? Um, was it more? Polite? It was still like, "Hey, I can't believe you'd even talk talk to a guy like me." And it was still more like, you know, no oh, apology, just sort of, just uh, like ex- like a troll who's excited. Yeah. That He's like, oh yeah, my but God, then somebody, it's... the person it's about is really talking to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they really think that you wouldn't read comments about you. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't read comments. 
YouTube comments? I the the t- he, Conan set never. Never. Nope. You're not interested. Uh, I'm. F- I'm. Uh, yes, I'd like to cut myself. I'm so interested. But the, the <laughs> thing is, is I wouldn't do it because because yeah. uh, I I I'm not a hothouse flower. But I'm like, well, why? Why walk into a bunch of swinging blades? It seems like yeah, like um, for it's the same reason. Like you're you're out there doing the Lord's work on Twitter, talking to some of these banana heads, and I'm like, nope, I'm not talking to that guy. Then um, well, I, I, you can't argue with somebody who says you're not funny. It's like all right, yeah, that's subjective. Maybe you entirely. don't think I'm funny. Yeah, yeah. Or that you're ugly. Like, okay, I, you know, you may not like my style of face. Right, you Sorry. only need one. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but when someone's like, someone goes, oh, female comics only talk about this. sex, and then I hate these following female comics. Yeah. It's it's like, well, first of all, uh, okay, let's let's forget who you hate. I didn't only talk about sex. I That was a setup. I'd be happy to explain my reasoning to you. Right. I right. was sure I needed to get I, the I crowd on my side. Abuse, uh, joke no, 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 I, I would ha- be happy to go into the logistics of of why I structured the set that way. Yeah, I don't want. It's so amazing because, that you're willing to talk to these but guys. But be- because they, they just think that these comments go into the ether and no one reads them. Yeah. And they don't know anything about stand-up comedy. And they don't know why... You know, you an opening joke versus a closing joke. They probably have no fucking idea. It's just like, oh, right. woman, microphone, fuck her. You know? Yeah, that's that's exactly that's why I don't read them because mm. it's woman, microphone, fuck her. But I feel like if you if that you you might be able to change somebody, or just at least let them know, hey, I there's eyes on you. Right, like, you're not just <laughs> some. You know, dude in a basement jerking off and, you know, typing on his grandmother's iMac. Like, I fucking see you. Right. Well, you show him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to do with that. No, it's true. It's, um, I don't know. What was your comedy story? Oh, I did, uh, I did this show and this guy comes up to me and he goes, hey, can you not watch my set? Isn't yeah. that isn't that what you want to hear from every comic? Yeah, every comic. Oh yeah. my god, please! I was like, yeah, no, it's fine. It's all good. I won't. Um, I wasn't going to. It was, and it's not that I don't want to. It's just I was going to work on my set because I'm right after you. And uh, so, hey, can you not work on my set? Made me laugh so hard. And then, um, why didn't he want you to watch his set? He didn't like the audience. He oh, was I like, see. Yeah, so he was like, the audience isn't good, so can you not watch my set? And then... Um, and then, I don't think we any comic is evaluating another comic in front of a bad audience. A bad audience? audience? No. I, uh, all I'm doing is laughing, especially if I know you're funny and you're eating it. That's hilarious to me. Or I'm if so you're sorry. next, you're like, oh, fuck. Right. Like, the, all you think about is your set and Right, and I also think of the adjustments that I'm going to make to, yeah. try to, to, to try to get these people who are yes. clearly not liking somebody funny, and I have to go up in front of them, right. after them. And, uh, yeah, and then a friend of mine bought my album, an old friend, mm-hmm. not a comic. Right. And she said she's been listening to my album but skipping the genocide track. Hmm. She's like, that doesn't sound like it's funny. And I was like, interesting. Huh, all right. Uh, genocide track, hilarious. You're missing out. You're missing out well, on that. That's profound. I wonder, uh, I don't know if anyone's buying my CD. Right, it's no been idea. out now. It's been, it, was, it, was out, it was out on Friday. iTunes and Amazon? Yeah, everything. Did you check the charts? No. Uh, did Matt Belknap from a special thing? No, so I'm charts? assuming it's not selling well since I haven't heard anything. Well, that, I, 
think, therefore I am. It's a huge <laughs> jump. It's a huge, huge philosophical well, you leap. Know, uh, I, 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 I'm like, what, what else can I do? Comic of the week. You know, I hold on. I'm still talking. <laughs> we'll get to her. I, 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 I did a set on Conan. Yeah. You know, it got passed around. Yep. Uh, so, and then I promoted my CD and I, I pinned it a little, you know, I, I voted for myself for, to for the Emmys and Emmy nominee. And, uh, you I, see, I, that. I tweeted you that, did? that people you. should, uh, should, um, if they need that was literally CISO's marketing wedge direction to me is ask your writer friends to vote for you. I'm like, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, I'll do it. You know, it yeah, might, why not? It probably. Who knows what will work? And who knows what will. I, 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 but I guess I feel like I don't know what else I can do it be, it, before I cross the line right. into annoying or individually poking people and asking them. No, I, there's I, not, the, uh, the only thing you could do is your famous friends ask them to tweet it out. No. Well, that's what you could do if you want to do. But you, if you don't want to do that. Then they you see me tweeting, right? They must know I would want to sell records, right? Uh, that is speculative fiction. I don't think that that's that. Uh, they're not thinking about you. They but, like you. But if you're on Twitter and it's something pops up, you know, you're like, oh, I'll retweet that. I do that. Yeah, I do that. You know? But I mean, the thing is, is I don't, I don't see everything because I follow too many people. Mm-hmm. I miss a bunch of people, so I didn't have a problem asking. The comics that I that I love that are yeah. more famous than me to uh, plug my CD. Yeah, it worked. Uh, people did, and it was nice of them. Yeah, and I was like, every three years, I'm going to ask you to do this, and uh, and I well, did. They're like, Jackie just asked me, and you guys are the same person now because you have a podcast, <laughs> and all emails yes. must go to both of all you. All emails must go to both. <laughs> I spent an hour. Each, like one hour with one woman comic our age, and then another mm-hmm. hour with another woman our age. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're annoying. This isn't great. We're the best of the lot. What uh, do you mean? I, <laughs> holy shit. I spent some time with some road cut, with a couple of road ladies and yeah. a writer, a road lady and a writer lady, and they were bitter, bitter fucks. Ooh. And I was like, you will never be comics of the week, is what I thought. R- right out loud. down. All right. Here they are. Um, you've circled them because you've typed them. Well, because I, I typed them incorrectly. So look at that. And uh, and know in your heart who those... I don't know that. You don't know the first one? No. Okay. She knows you. Oh. And you know the second one? Yeah. She's an idiot. Really? Yeah. She's funny, though. Who gives a shit? <laughs> She's not funny enough to get over her personality death defects. Look, we all well, have, we all have our defects. we all have our defects. Is she is she a friend of yours? She's or, not a close friend of mine. Well, but, they, you but don't have close mutual friends. Respect. <laughs> Assholecation. <laughs> Such a fuck. Anyway, but no, no. It's uh, but if you like her, I'll give but her another know, shot. It's I've known um, her on and off since like ninety. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you if you're around Top for long sheet, enough, Kyle. and you're, it's gonna hurt. It hurts to be in this business. Yeah. You know, and and you have hurts. to fight bitterness every you have day. To fight every everything minute. all the time. Right, and so it is uh, it, the minutia that you have to fight all the time. It's just, it's it's sometimes it's that my career is worse than yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
game that I have mentioned on this program before. The worst game. The yeah. worst game. <laughs> and I'm like, even when my career isn't worse than yours, I have been sucked into that, no, mine is worse. And then I just leave that conversation feeling bad. And then if my career is better than yours, would would I buy lunch? Is that right. something? Is that going to right, help? Right, right, right. And if you've tricked me into buying lunch, it makes me actually dislike you. I, so... <laughs> I, I know I know that feeling of those conversations though where yeah. maybe you're doing better than the other person but if you're the same age and the same background I mean I've been both sides of them both I've been sides the person we've doing both better been both and the sides. person doing worse right do you know and why because we've been doing it for a hundred years yes it's hard to it's not going to get better it's hard to hide your disappointment in your career when you're with someone who's just who's crushing do- it you know and it's also unless hard- you do the work. Then you're not hiding it. You're actually <laughs> living your life yeah, yeah, and yeah. happy in your goddamn life. You're yeah. not. It's, I, yeah, I don't want, well, I don't I, want I, to hide it. But you also uh, have another part of your life that's really, that's great. That it took me, a, I worked really I, hard to get it. Totally, yes, you yes. did. Yes. And same here. Same yeah, here. Exactly. And um, and so, and, and there, there are so people. So you're saying with people that they just have stand-up and they only have that those two do 25 and 30 years that's hard that's really hard well and it is hard but it's hard because to some extent it's 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 the trap we could all fall into so Mm -hmm. it's not that i am not sympathetic and that's why i I, you know went out to dinner with these people or had went out for coffee yeah is because i like them i think that they are both very funny quite honestly i just um I just left both feeling slightly crushed and slightly like, I, how could I get her some work maybe? Oh. And I'm like, I can't. I can't get her. Right, I'm, right. I'm working on getting myself some work. Yes. And uh, and so I get too empathetic possibly yeah. or God knows because I'm, I'm not that empathetic. I think that's been established on this program <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that I'm as, as fine as I am. It's, uh, and I'm doing the best I can over here. But, you know, but it was maddening. The, the- it's it's really hard to start going into those career conversations. Yeah. Sometimes that's the only people you can talk to, though, or other comics. You got to complain know? up, though. You got to complain laterally is what I told Bamford 15 years ago is because she was complaining to our, a friend of ours who had never been on television and she was complaining about being on television. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had just done my half hour special and I was like. You can't complain to her about this stuff. You can complain to me. Your career is better than mine, but I at least have had a little bit of success on this stuff. And because, because otherwise it, it's it's not purposefully being mean. It really isn't. You know, you're just excited and you're slightly overwhelmed. Yes. And you're friends with somebody and you're like, I'm overwhelmed. I've gotten this this great offer and I've gotten this other great offer and then I have this other problem that is, uh, the tennis bracelet of of bad offers, (laughs) and so. I, I don't know what that means. It's just another fancy, you okay. know, just th- three different things that are amazing. Yeah. So you're overwhelmed. Okay. But you're talking to someone who doesn't have anything. Yeah. Or who has right. just regular road gigs. Right. And they're like, I, they, get, they get to love doing stand-up as well, but they're like, God, I wish I could at least get comedy on the road, you know? Yeah. And you're talking to the wrong person. So it's just, you, every, we all have to be aware of that. Yeah. 
um, say, say you and I who just complain about our careers on the podcast. <laughs> right, who spend week. an hour. Let's do Comic of the Week. Let's 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 help somebody up. Yay. Oh, very funny. I just worked with her like uh, six weeks ago. Paige Weldon. Paige Weldon. P-A-I-G-E. Weldon. W-E-L-D-O-N. Is that her Twitter feed? It is. It yeah. is. All right. So that's her. I had oh, only seen her as a, a cartoon. Like, I think that's her avatar on right. Facebook or Twitter okay. or something. And then I saw her in real life. I'm like, oh, my God, that's you. Uh, she's very funny. Really great joke writer. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, she's very smart. Very funny. And I think she has a an album out it's coming, coming out on a, also on a special thing. So look at that. Also on a special thing. Paige mm-hmm. Weldon. All right. Mm-hmm. So people should definitely go find her. Can I uh, ask the inevitable question, Kyle? Where are we at? Uh, 43. Mm. That's not bad. No. That's not bad. I've got, uh, it's been a very busy driving around day. And, yeah. Uh, I'm just fucking. So Seinfeld uh, didn't want to hug somebody. Kesha. 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 Yeah. And um, I had my own experience where another, so I, I don't like to hug mm-hmm. until uh, I met you the second time. And then I like to be warned. Yeah. If you're coming in for the hug. And that's why I say it's an obnoxious line. I guess it's from Entourage. I didn't even know it was from Entourage where yeah. I said, hug it out. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah. horrible, horrible yeah. line from. But I'm just like, it says everything that I need to, to say. So I use it. Yeah. Even though someone did tell me it was from Entourage. And I was yeah. slightly sad about that. But I was like. So I always say, so do you want to hug it out? And then people say yes, and then we hug, and it's great. So I ran in. It's very awkward. It's enormously awkward. (laughs) And I think... I think last episode we realized how I am around people. Yeah. As all of the writers came in and I was just awkward one after another. Going, <laughs> Would you like to speak into the microphone? Here, please speak into the microphone. <laughs> I know. You were like pull, th- throwing the mic around like you were interviewing people. Well, I wanted it. I mean, I wanted the audio to be okay. Yes, that's yeah. true. So it was. Um, but I was like, calm down. What are you doing? I know I was uh, overreacting. But uh, <laughs> we were both on fire. Yes. And uh, but the. So I got uh, I, the guy, a guy I've known for a thousand generations, and he. I did a show the other night. I did three shows the other night, and um, uh, oh right. So, so he, we hug it out, but he's a guy that's always. He's speaking of career stuff. It's always the, the cusp of it being. He's like, well, I can't really talk about it, but this is going to be <laughs> something's about to go down, and right. I'm like, dude, you work. That's that's great. And you want to be supportive. And you're always like, well, that sounds amazing. It's going to be great. Yeah. And then you never hear anything else ever. And the guy's just a road guy. He yeah. just he works cruises and the road and he does some acting. So he's enormously successful. It's yeah, all that's a win. That's a win. Right. So he hugs me. He starts in with the my life is it's on the cusp of being amazing. It's already great. And then that's annoying. <laughs> really annoying and he's a nice enough guy but who cares and then so we're sitting and he keeps touching my shoulder and i was like okay 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 with the touching we've hugged mm-hmm. now there's touching of the shoulder he puts his hand on my leg on the inside of my thigh and so i pick up his hand and i throw it because i have the social skills of someone who's just been touched on the inside of their thigh mm-hmm. essentially and uh what <laughs> if virginia jones at breakfast the other morning she said no it was riley it was riley silverman yeah. she said uh she said isn't that your joke that's where i keep my vagina and i was like <laughs> from 30 years ago well played <laughs> and uh <laughs> and um but so i said to him hey that's the inside of my thigh and that's not okay and he goes oh oh yeah you know i, yeah, I didn't mean it sexually and i said 
Well, no, you don't have to mean it sexually, but that's where I keep my my sexual organs, or near the inside of my thigh. Mm-hmm. So that was my uh, that was what happened to me on Saturday night, Friday night. Mm. What um, have we talked about, Kathy Griffin or Bill Maher? Nope. You wanna? Sure. Why? We're almost. We, We're we have almost a little done. time to kill, right? Sure. I I have I heard Kathy Griffin uh, uh, clearly went to props and uh, or or her photographer did or yeah. and they found the head of Trump and put blood and she held it up like it was and I was like that's not funny that seems it like wasn't. my recurring nightmare here's 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 uh, what I think is a problem is when you. And it's a maybe a famous person problem when you're only when you only go out and your audience loves you, mm-hmm. and the crazier you are, the more they scream and yep. the more they go yes, 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 yes. Then you know you're not bombing really, and you're not you're oh you're not getting the the real feedback. I think it fucks with your your tune your your yeah. your hearing. Yeah, yeah. You know, your is this funny or not? And um, uh, I I just think she's kind of in a been in a bubble where she just does a new hour a year in front of her fans and right and everything is okay you know and 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 even when she gets risque it's nothing too bad you know because that wasn't it was like you know wasn't a joke really it wasn't wasn't funny it was it's not like a you know uh katie rich's baron trump joke that was a joke you may not like it but it was a joke it actually followed a format it was a premise is what it was and it didn't have a twist right it did not have a punchline she was like but anyway but no 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 no, kathy griffin oh yeah kathy griffin the premise was guillotine chopping off of head the French Revolution. Yeah, that's what I went with anyway. Right, and I right. was like, but it reminded me. I saw her in well, two thousand one. People thought ISIS, not French Re- Revolution. Oh, well, but you're very into the eighteen hundreds on this podcast. <laughs> this is, that's what this or podcast is turning into. Yeah, exactly. Well played. And uh, so the but the crazy thing is is in the in two, October of two thousand one, I saw her at Largo, mm-hmm. and she did a rant about killing all Muslims. Uh, because of 9-11. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes she gets super political and gets ahead of herself. Yeah. So that's the premise. And she's just working it. Yeah. And this was a $1,000 photo shoot, though. That I mean, that's a, that's a lot of money to spend just for a premise. And uh, so I wanted... <laughs> So I, I wanted yeah. more punchline, like, and it reminded me. It quite honestly was pretty scary because I keep having this recurring nightmare uh, yeah. about uh, killing Trump's children and posing with them like they're endangered species. It's I a re- do not. That's your been... daytime fantasy no. while you're driving. That is not a nightmare. No, I've I actually woken up. To, it's very not cool. But um, but recently, just regular nightmares, you guys, where uh, where I'm losing work. So that's a real nightmare. <laughs> that's a real nightmare. Trump's I had children. I, will Trump's, be fine. They will be fine. That's all going to work out. But okay. So, but Bill Maher and the N word. Yeah. That thing was crazyville. Yeah. And then and then he says, "Well, I was just riffing," and you're like, "No, you know, you're I'm, riffing from a horrible place you, inside of your soul." We all can control our mouths. Yeah. Especially like I, 40 years I engage in. in a lot of self-control. Yes, you do too. I mean, it's it's ridiculous to say I'm an out of control comedian at that point. You know, yeah, not forty years in, my friend. It's it's like you thought that would be funny. You thought it would be a good. It would get a good laugh. Yep. And you know, and and it, his apology to Ice T. Did you cube, see the Ice, ice cube? cube? Was it cute? Oh, how awkward, Jackie. Oh. Yes, it was cute. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. It does feel awkward because uh, they're listening, both of them. <laughs> As is vanilla ice, which is strange. Weirdly He's enough. He's our intern. Exactly. Um, but here's, it was interesting because so he talks, he talks to Ice Are we Cube. close to Hammer Time? Anyway, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, there was another. See, I knew that the that was. The four um, so he turns Talk to, to Ice Cube. Simone Sanders, who yeah. I think she's like, and I see her a lot on MSNBC as a talking head. So she might be a writer or whatever. But so she talks from the black female perspective about the just what the house N word, what that life was like. Right. And it, that the fact that it's even considered better than being a slave in the fields is like. Uh, Ridiculous. No, that's kind of incorrect. There that is incorrect. Different types of hell, but right, you are raped both. by the owners yes. instead of the overseers. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that too much? Yeah. <laughs> so she explained that, and he just sat there and listened, and then he turned to Ice Cube and he goes, um, oh, "So let's promote your CD." <laughs> it's like he he is not hearing. And he, by I, the way, yeah. have you ever read a book called On Apology? It's how to apologize. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's not, he didn't do it. There was no yeah. apology. It was essentially, he said something, and then he explained why he said it. Yeah. He said, I'm sorry you're offended. That's not an apology. You piece of shit, quite well, honestly. you know what? It's, it's, Trump is 70. Bill Maher is 60. These guys are, they're in their lane, and that's it. They're, w- w- no one's, get, Trump's never going to be presidential. Yeah, there's a 35-year-old guy who wrote, wrote, wrote this review of Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. That, oh, for Vulture? Yeah. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. And it was I read that. ridiculous. Yeah. And he, here's what I read. I read his review. Mm-hmm. I read the book that he quoted that the slobbering because um, I wrote a review of Wonder Woman for ComedyFilmNerds.com, okay. and um, and I and I, so I was looking up other because what I was talking about is is how we're, it's just a movie. Why do yeah. we have to? Why does it have to? The the fate of feminism have to be part of this while we walk into essentially a really good Iron Man movie. Who yeah. gives a shit? And so um, the so I read his article, which was this weird. The thing that he quote, he said that at one point he said that there are guys out there and it had to be him. Right. It's like it's like when he knows what he's saying. He's yeah. written it down. It's not a first draft. Yeah, right. Right. Um, he said that there's uh, why it wasn't S&M kinky yeah. and why she wasn't wearing red, white and blue. Mm-hmm. So he's clearly like some sort of weird Trumpian group, gropey dude. Right. Right. And so I read that review, which made me mad. Mm-hmm. I read the book that he said that it came, that S&M kinky thing came from. Mm-hmm. I read the review of the book. He said he read the book. And the book review, in the book review, the guy who created Wonder Woman was in a menage a trois that, had, uh, that, was, that seemed weird and mm-hmm. like free lovey. But he created Wonder Woman not as an S&M. The rope didn't represent bondage of sexual nature but of like it was like some crazy ass metaphor of feminism mm-hmm. and women being held down because of something and you're like fine but you're also getting a lot of ass anyway but i mean and so i read the review of that mm-hmm. that he had clearly misquoted that book and then i read his fake apology where he talked about some co-worker who agreed with him and oh my God. it wasn't even an it was again not an apology there's a uh... This woman, Julie Bush, I think I've mentioned her before. She's on Twitter. She's a writer. She's okay. I, she she I, she pops up sometimes. She's late at night tweeting. She's always she's like a late at night good tweeter. And uh, she had said, you know, 
someone told her, well, you know what? If someone's really good, it finds a way or something like some bullshit, you know, yeah. excuse about why there are no female directors or so few. Yeah. And she said Jane Campion, who won an Oscar for the piano, didn't work for 15 years after the, she won the Oscar for the piano. And the young male producer she was talking to said, well, she maybe she needed a break. I swear they all fucking no. think that. Yeah. Oh, it was too much work for her. Oh, my God. I'm going to stab all of them I, with a I pen. I know. Because the pen is mightier. Uh, <laughs> so what are you doing this week? What will you, where will you be doing stand-up? Here? Oh, okay. I'm in town. Uh, so this is dropping them that Monday. Oh, I'll be at the Bloomington at the Comedy Attic. Oh, you're going to Comedy Attic? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I'll be in Milwaukee doing a stand-up set. Find me. At Jackie Cation. Okay. And then could you guys just buy our CDs, please? Yeah. I mean, we're giving you all this shit for free. We don't get paid for this. <laughs> right. We, this is time and, and it's out, out of our lives. Yours is newly out. Mine's out. Mine's out and has been. And you can They're get both it on now. iTunes. 45 Jokes About My Dead Dad. I'm and, not the hero of the story. That's it. And we're going to have T-shirts uh, that will be available uh, at the Comedy Film Nerds. Yeah. Site. Are we done? So, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, I was so certain we were done. Me too. You, you had the <laughs> What's going on, you guys? Voice. I totally had the wrap-up voice. I was like, I did hot. Tub. You would have waved or something. I did yeah, hot tub last night. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was. I done that it was packed, and um, that was my first set since packed. my uh, since Conan. And um, so I was like, I'm not going to do any of these Conan jokes. They're done, right? And, uh, uh, so I kept going, and I was, I was like, please give me the light. Please give me the light. And then I didn't get the light. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll do all the Spanish stuff because that's <laughs> the, le- the least annoying jokes to me. Right, right. They're still um, fun. But They're I had, fun I do. did 22, and I guess. You did 22? 19 of it was stuff I liked. <laughs> that was just fun to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. I what I are think, you closing okay. on now? Are you closing on the Spanish stuff? I don't know. No, the long set, like in Burlington. I don't, oh, that I did some old stuff. But now okay. I'm free. I don't have to do anything in these crazy orders. I can, yep. you know, I have a couple road weeks. I have Bloomington, and the week after that I'm at Acme. And, um, oh, that's I can, so awesome. Oh, Minneapolis. I can, the other thing is I had been doing the Spanish joke by doing with and add, adding a lot of crowd work to it, yeah. which I enjoy. I know you didn't like it, but I like it. <laughs> and I that's, to me, I like a natural entry into crowd work. Like, I'll, I I can state a premise and then go. Does anyone else blank blank blah blah ha, to have a talk? And if no one has no one has anything to contribute, I go right to the joke and it's no yeah. big deal. Like to me, that's that's, that's organic. what I like. That's but I like, like to do it. But I like that. So I had all of a sudden been like, oh, I can't do that anymore. So now this joke has to work without any crowd work. And I and I realized I'd really uh, gotten used to the rhythm of having a break. Yeah. between a couple beats, you know? So anyway, but now it's all back. I'm done. Right. I'm done stripping Have everything. You, I'm adding it all back in now. Right. And it's you can put it in any direction. Yep. And you can do it any order you want. You can yes. mess around and you could just, um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. now, now I'm like, okay, well, if, if this book comes out in February, it would be great to have another set ready in February. Yep. You know, sure would. that should be enough time. You know, to come up. So to that's find... what we can look forward to is to the, the next five months, seven months of you going, okay, so I'm working on this one bit. Yes. I've got like seven seconds right here that's tight. It's, it's going to work. It's eight more months of uh, trying to awesome. pare down that is enough hilarious. jokes to get. We're good? Yeah. Buy our shit. Bye. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com. 